It's bonus pod 147. You have left the main theater. Mm -hmm. You're walking through the lobby. One of the ushers says, Ah, 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 sir or madam, come this way. They take you behind the concession stand, behind the popcorn and the sweets, and they they reveal to you this velvet rope that I mentioned in the free episode of this week, and they pull it aside, and in there are two phantoms of the opera. (laughs) But worry not, we remove our masks, and it is only us, Phil and Pierre. Welcome to bonus part <laughs> welcome what's under our masks though phil um on the, the little half face masks right yeah it's just our normal faces okay so it's a little a little fake out there yeah 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 just a little fake out yeah oh maybe we each have a half a mask but they um we can like match them together and they form a kind of power power combo you know like like an amulet like yeah, 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 like a Power Rangers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bud Mask. <laughs> um, yes, uh, thank you once more for subscribing to the Patreon. Yes. Thank you very much. It is uh, a powerful and heartwarming show of faith in uh, the project. The project. This is the project. Will you this join is the us? project. Will you join us on a mission? <laughs> to save podcasts <laughs> to tell well, the stories of poop <laughs> to weave the yarn of poop and touch the face of God <laughs> uh, I'm just going to open up the old uh, Bud Pod page to look at the massages just get them up um, always always nice I've got, the, I've got the Patreon app on my phone Phil so I get some, some lovely new little Pings and pongs whenever people subscribe, which is delicious. Oh, a little subscription ping pong. A little um, patron ping pong. That's right, man. Yeah, very, very nice. Uh, so the, in, in, tra- in, in the tradition, Phil, of this um, podcast being a bit spicier, do you have any spicy uh, any spicy views? Ooh, do I have spicy views this week? Um, mm, nah, uh, mm, uh, mm. I'm I'm going to uh, Copenhagen this Thursday for a mm. holiday, and I've had two, yeah, two restaurant reservations cancelled because of Corona. Um, Ooh, really? And I, 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 da- Danish yeah, Corona in Denmark. Yeah, which is surprising because Sweden were like the they were the poster boy for not giving a fuck, and I, I thought Denmark being so close would be um, philosophically similar. Mm. Uh, and and they they are they are loosening restrictions but for some reason a couple of restaurants are like we're we're not we're still gonna we're gonna stay closed for another week and i'm at the point now i'm just like just get sick (laughs) i don't care anymore (laughs) just get sick i don't give a fuck i don't care stop caring it's over (laughs) you have to stop this get give me pickled herring and shut up it's been but, it's, know, that's where i'm at now well it's been a long time i mean we're coming up on the two-year covid anniversary covid anniversary wow two don't years stolen so from fast. us don't pandemics grow up so quickly these days <laughs> it's, they're it's, lovely at this age pandemics oh they're t- your, your pandemic is two years old oh they're lovely at this age <laughs> 
my pandemic was too. It was always a bit of a terror. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, I'm done. There's a really good um, article by Helen Lewis, um, who I'm like the biggest fanboy of. And yeah. she wrote in the, in the Atlantic about her position, which is my, I think basically my position exactly of like, I've been so good the whole way. I've, I wear masks, I'm mandated. I got the, the jabs as soon as I could. I stayed at home. I did everything, but I'm done now. I've done it. It's done. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> it's enough. What I've done is enough. The two, two of two years of the prime of my life yeah. are enough. It's enough. And I'm done. Um, so that is my spiciest thought of the week. I think I think it's good. It's spicy. And I think it's in line with what a lot of people are, are feeling, um, at least in the UK. I think was there was some headline about how it's all going to go away next week, by and large. They'll sort of vaguely ask you to wear... in the UK? Yeah, in the UK. They're going to kind of declare an end to it. But yeah. you're still going to kind of have to wear masks, but otherwise done uh, right 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 yeah i mean yeah i mean like isolating is done i think this, this i saw read something in boris johnson's even talking about like no isolation even if you're positive for covid anymore which is um, bold stuff if like, someone's like i have covid and yeah. they're like get out there get out there yeah but i mean and here's another spicy take uh the whole plan b thing that the government went for in the winter was spot on turns out it's worked out. It was we, spot on. We seem it's to have passed the peak. Out. Yeah, it totally worked, and it was right. I I wonder, Phil, if they're gonna ten down a street. If they're going to throw a party. <laughs> we haven't mentioned that at all on this podcast. Well, it's we sort of briefly did, and then it came out, and then it just kept coming. It just it kept Dominic coming. It kept it Dominic kept coming. <laughs> I. I I think the Tory party had more parties under lockdown than I ever did before the pandemic even started. <laughs> I can't believe how much they love a drink. It's up to like 20 parties now. I didn't, 20. I, I didn't realize that we he'd also been elected prime minister of the sesh. Realize he was special <laughs> minister for absolute banter. <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, yeah, it's just. It's just so dumb. I mean, that's that's. The, I'm not even annoyed they had party. I'm annoyed that our government is dumb enough to get caught. It's it's very dumb to send an email to a hundred people saying, "Would you like to come do a crime? We're all going to do a crime." <laughs> Yeah, don't do it in a fucking email. In a way, amazing that it took this long for a 100-person crime email to come out. I mean, this is the other thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah, and in a way, it's actually, it's actually impressive how tight the number 10, um, the number 10 inside, inside circle are. That yeah. This long. And um, to keep, I mean, to keep one party under wraps for over a year is one thing. To keep 20. It's impressive. It's yeah. impressive. Do you think, I mean, what is that? Is everyone in government the kind of people who were just very good at hiding their misbehavior from their parents? Oh, interesting. 
Like they could have their parents are away and they can have a, a party at their house while their parents are away, like a classic teen movie, but they actually got away with it. They got a professional cleaner in. They did the hoovering, you know. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> organized so you organized think there was ever a party eggs. where do you think there's ever a party where they 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 saw um uh rishi sunak's car pulling up the drive and they go he's he's back come on everybody quick and like they get a big black bin bag out and they're throwing shit in there <laughs> well and then uh he comes in and then he looks around and he sees that there are still like there's like like lots of wine and food and sort of fun people standing around nervously and he, he says what's this and boris has to go oh um it's the hospitality industry they're uh demonstrating how they could safely enjoy uh, and that's how we got like eat out to help out <laughs> just a sort of amazing misunderstanding from a last minute excuse i mean eat out to help out wasn't the kind of idea you come up with in the smoking area at 2 a.m <laughs> i like the those bits of the stories about like civil servants and politicians like sleeping off their hangover like it's still in a suit on like a couch in downing street can you think of a worse place to have hangover <laughs> horrors <laughs> yeah <laughs> like some somewhere where you could conceivably have accidentally launched a nuke or fucking <laughs> hidden a or, or, or like or upset an international uh, like international upset a foreign emissary like you're in a 50s sitcom <laughs> <laughs> the the ambassador from foreignistan is coming tomorrow perkins and i want you to show him a good time <laughs> the 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 ambassador from poorly defined post-colonial nation that's what it always seems to be very vague um yeah just insane like they're more sociable than we are and we're supposed to be crazy clowns Mm-hmm. I just yeah, yeah it's I, it, it's a, it's amazing and I I do like Phil the Metropolitan Police's interesting sort of sci-fi new strategy of only prosecuting crimes that happen in the future. Oh yes, they said we 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 don't we try not to make a habit of prosecuting crimes that happened in the past. Yeah, which which uh, which which completely torpedoes ITV's entire drama <laughs> schedule. It's all unrealistic now. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Did you say someone's been murdered? Can't help you. We only do minority report style uh, pre-crime. Yeah. yeah. Unless so unless you're Tom Cruise, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me unless you're a psychic albino in a pod. <laughs> just um, one of those minority report albinos in that goo, just going having a drinks party. There's only Cronenberg left. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> Lots of wine, no corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> we thought that Boris Johnson looked tired and, and haggard because he had COVID and was fighting COVID, but he was just fucking hanging, man. Yeah, I thought it was because he had all those children, but no, it's because they all had them... <laughs> Red stripes. He was on the lash. He was on the <laughs> lash. He was absolutely smashing tinnies. He was exercising his right to bear cans every night. <laughs> 
but this is i mean this is kind of i guess you could call it the genius of boris johnson when the story came out and the news was like boris johnson is dishonest i was there like i know <laughs> yes i know at this point i'm, I'm not i don't i'm just i've lost i just lost patience which like well, get rid of him i don't care well to the tory the tory party are in crisis this week because get rid of him just do it just fucking do it i'm not interested anymore just fucking get enough do it this is how i feel about danish restaurants fucking get over it and do it <laughs> You're it. You 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 want it. You want stuff done snappy, snappily now, Phil. This is what I'm getting. This is a new post-COVID Phil. Yeah, just get it done. We're running out of time. Death get is around every corner. Do it. More, faster, better. Get it done. I like it. I like this new. This is the yeah. new you. You're like Steve Jobs now. I mean, the the one thing that you can rely. And, and you can't rely on the Conservative Party to do very much, but you can rely on them to be completely cutthroat when it serves their interests. Yeah. And, and I mean, the, t- the Tories are currently in one poll, they're 13 points behind Labour. 13. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, if that carries on, they will just, you know, they'll, they'll, scalp, they'll scalp Boris eventually if, they, if, if this keeps on going. Yeah. I mean let's I mean let's 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 hope so. Let's hope they actually live up to their reputation for once. Although as we've said before, they had one chance for everyone, including everyone on the progressive left to agree with them shutting the borders completely and they didn't do it. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. their time to shine. Everyone begging them to stop people flying here from other countries and coming here on boats and they just went, "We like it actually." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> now that you've said that we like it the, the more the more coughing they're doing the faster they get through passport security that's our attitude it's the equivalent of it's like that episode of the simpsons where they go to shelbyville and meet their counterparts with the, le- <laughs> the lemon orchard and it's just pretty patel just taking a big bite out of a lemon and having to pretend she loves it <laughs> Oh, hello, excuse me. Um, I'm new here at the Yacht Club, and I was just wondering... I just don't seem to fit in here. Do you have any advice? Sure thing, neighbour. When I was new at the Yacht Club, I was just like you. Clad head to toe in layer after layer of thick woolen tweed. <laughs> Pouring sweat, nervous, sunstroke. <laughs> don't get me started. And then someone helped me out with this little tip. And I'm going to do the same for you. Why not consider buying a billowing, unbuttoned, crisp white shirt? No, no. Don't tuck it in. And don't you dare touch those buttons. The collar? It's ornamental. The cuffs? Well, if they take cufflinks, have them flapping loose and eccentrically. And if they don't, roll those babies up to your muscular bronzed biceps it's time to be the kind of guy who owns a yacht a couple of with a pair of black wraparound shades maybe a cigar never a cigarette unless you've also got a posh drink in your hand and you're well on your way to fitting in here at the club for people who both own and look like they own yachts billowy white shirt that's open try one today Oh man, but yes, I, I yeah, every, 
it's it's it does feel like enough now and i think we, we've run out of patience just precisely because you're the kind of people we're the kind of people who did obey the rules like idiots when we could have been on the tins um yeah the whole time fools 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 um but yeah no it does it does feel like two two years of the prime of your life would you would you rather would you rather have lost um like teenage years or would you think it like it's the best people it's is to be like a pensioner if you're gonna lose two years what's the best age to lose it oh for, uh pensioner for sure for sure yeah. you you got the jabs first you had less of a life to miss out on yeah i think i at my age i i i, I it could have been much worse i think third like i was just coming to the end of like my my party days just coming to the end of my super sociable yeah. 20s it, it was kind of like it was quite a clean cutoff really for the end of a period for me you know i, I literally hit 31 and no hit 30 fuck i literally hit 30 and the pandemic started and it it, it could have been much worse the people i feel really bad for are people 16 17 18 19 that university that that's that's i think that was the complete worst age yeah when the pandemic hit yeah i'd say i'd say any anyone who either 18 to 20 those two years or anyone who was close to being able 17 and could plausibly drink and go out mm. that's gotta suck mm-hmm. two years off a young person's rail card gone, gone. I, I lost i lost out my young, my my millennial rail card is now gonna finish, Pierre. It's gonna, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna pay full fare for trains for the rest of my stupid life until I'm either a couple or old. Uh... <laughs> oh God! Yeah, that's the nightmare. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think. Do you think it, uh, the, that's why like uh, people in their forties and fifties seem to be. Well, it's weird. They're not. It's, a lot of them are just sort of ambivalent, but then a lot of them are also the angriest. I mean, we know people who've who've lost their minds and become idiot conspiracy theorists as a result of this pandemic. Yeah, yeah. COVID stole their brain. Yeah, it's true. It's you know, it's it's something that uh, sort of political observers uh, have also said about COVID. It's, it, it didn't so much change things as accelerate things. Things that were already happening. Yeah. Uh, various uh, uh, aggressive actors in the uh, russia china all this things that they were pl- doing anyway everything got sort of accelerated um scientific advancement got accelerated and i think people who are fucking a little bit crazy <laughs> before the pandemic had their crazy accelerated yeah and they got to they got to the crazy that they were going to be at maybe when they were 60 hit there when they were like 40 because of the pandemic yeah, they've they've they they were ten years away from trying to storm a government building and being maced, and <laughs> now it's actively in their Google Calendar. Yeah, that's what that's what the January six riots at the Capitol building were. It was all this accelerated crazy. Brought you know all happened at once. I think this is a good theory, and I think it holds up. I think it's exactly what happened, and. Maybe their crazy thoughts were just uh, in their head and having no one else to talk to or being locked in their house. They just had to sit and listen to their crazy thoughts and over time just going, this guy's got a point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By the way, I know I'm always listening to the BBC World Service. But you love I it. Just finished and a, so do I. I love it so much. I just listened to another series called The Coming Storm and it's about basically the build-up and the origins of everything that led up to the January 6th Capitol riots. So it's like, 
the history of the QAnon and where that all started and it, like its roots in sort of Clinton conspiracies in the 90s and how just like it built and built and built uh, alongside the internet that yeah. allowed people to to share these crazy stories. It's very good. Oh, nice. It is It is amazing that, that people, those conspiracy theorists think that Bill Clinton can get away with organizing a lot of secret murders when he couldn't get away with getting sucked off. <laughs> the, the sucking off was a false flag, Pierre. He, <laughs> he wanted everyone to find out about the, the sucking off so they didn't see all the murders. <laughs> Obviously, you idiot. It was a false blow. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's always yeah they sort of go the Clintons are idiots, but also they're capable of organizing and executing a series of high-profile assassinations and getting away with it. And you think they sound pretty smart? <laughs> I'll be honest, you're making them sound very competent. Bad, but wow. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. Um, right, so uh, we should get to some exclusive VIP correspondence. Gold-lined envelopes made of velvet. Oh, beautiful. Wax seals. Wax on velvet. Yes, it can be done. It can be done, and we insist it be done. And it, as a texture, horrible to the touch. <laughs> <laughs> Melted wax on velvet. It's, it's a nightmare. But we uh, yeah. stick with it, because you deserve only the best. Um... Jenny gets in touch. Jenny, um, our friendly, 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 friendly Jenny, friendly Jenny. <laughs> I, I don't know. One day I will be mature enough to not read the name Jenny as Forrest Gump in my head every time I read it. And today is not that day. I miss Jenny. Jenny. Every time it's Jenny. Jenny. God, when that movie came out, it must have been a fucking nightmare to be called Jenny. Oh, and Gump, to be fair. <laughs> like a bunch of kids going, I never thought Gump was a silly name till now. <laughs> <laughs> never even occurred to me to make fun of you, Gump. <laughs> Gump's like this really cool, he's like the jock. He's really cool. He's like, oh no. <laughs> he's, he sees the big poster for when the movie comes out and his, tips his shades. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. Before that movie came out, if anyone did a sick prank, people would say they got gumped. And now, people keep leaving boxes of chocolates in my locker. Gump. Gump. So, Jenny, Jenny gets in touch. Jenny. Dear Plopsters, which is fun. <laughs> nice in the last episode you discussed the first thing you searched for on the internet oh yeah gundam yeah i searched for gundam yeah um someone tweeted you the new gundam website or tweeted us i retweeted it on the oh i didn't catch that well some kind of gundam website uh jenny says uh in the last episode you discussed the first thing you searched the internet for in the days when surfing the net was new and exciting I remembered yeah. that my first foray into the web involved the cornerstone of your podcast, Poo. Ah, mm. the corner plop. <laughs> the year 
1999. Ah, uh, good year. Mm-hmm. People keep trying to party like that's the date. <laughs> um, the year is 1999. The school's new computer lab. Ooh. Shiny. Can you imagine it, Pierre? A laboratory of computer. <laughs> uh, I just need to send an email. To the lab. <laughs> I to put on goggles and a white coat. <laughs> to go on yahoo.com. What's the population of Taiwan? Well, we'll have to go to the lab. <laughs> the year... 1999, The school's new computer lab. Two 12-year-old girls try to think of the very silliest things to ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's retro and it's funny. Just trying to offend a butler. <laughs> I'm offending an electric butler. <laughs> <laughs> Offending the electric butler is what we used to call searching for porn. <laughs> I would I would go see any band play at the electric butler. And it would have a cool like neon sign where like a, the butler's like animated like like bending over with a tray, you know? Yeah, like, nice. Bowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so, uh, uh, two 12-year-old girls trying to think of the very silliest things to ask Jeeves, the now-defunct search engine. We asked... <laughs> we asked, why do I keep soiling myself? <laughs> soiling is such an old person's word as well. Why do I keep soiling myself? That's like she's really scolding herself as a child. Why do I keep, like, hitting herself in the head? Why do I keep soiling myself? <laughs> It's also a very funny thing to calmly type. <laughs> Why do I keep soiling myself? <laughs> Just being covered in piss and shit and thinking, well, I've asked everyone else. I know. I guess I'll have to ask this electric butler. Just having completely devastatingly soiled yourself and just squishing into a desk chair. Just... And then just going like, oh, I better boot up. It just takes forever to start. Just getting ready to find out why. We asked, why do I keep soiling myself? And then cried with laughter at our japery. God, we ruffled so much. That is funny, though. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. The answer from Jeeves was disappointing, as he just replied with some information on measuring soil pH. <laughs> He would and do that's that, why Jeeves, That's why Jeeves is out on the fucking street now. Because that <laughs> stupid butler couldn't answer anything straight. <laughs> Get on came, your ass, Jeeves. People came here, Jeeves, for answers, not wit. But, sir, I have served this family for 50 years. Get out! Get out. You couldn't tell me why I was soiling myself. Started telling me about terroir. And, and, cho- and, 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 and chalk. Huh? And Clay, I didn't want to hear about that shit. Get out. But, sir, go. I want a horrible, dirty butler who tells me what I want to know. <laughs> a butler with a big raincoat on. It's just filled, pockets filled with 
pawn and cheap things from eBay. <laughs> He's not nice, but he answers my goddamn questions. Um, it didn't dampen our spirits at the time, but it's got me thinking about how far the internet has come. From not being able to answer a simple question about soiling oneself to the present day, where, if anything, there are probably too many answers with various hot yeah. takes on the subject. There are now conspiracy theories about why you're soiling yourself. Yeah, the Clintons. It's, you, you have to sift through fake news about soiling yourself to get to the, 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 good, the true stories. It, yeah. It's a different soiling environment. It's a different environment where you could accidentally end up listening to a four-hour podcast where Joe Rogan barracks a scientist about why he's soiling himself. <laughs> and sells pills to help you if you're soiling yourself. Yes. He sells pills called Dry Hoop. <laughs> dry Hoop. Da -da 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 -da. Dry Hoop. <laughs> I suppose no, they they wouldn't be called that. What would they be called? Anus uranium, uranium or something. They would have some like manly name, wouldn't they? It's to do with science. <laughs> um, or something to do with muscle. Maybe he'd focus on the idea that your asshole is a muscle because he's Joe ah, Rogan. It's called like ass gym or something. <laughs> these pills will give your these pills will give your asshole biceps. <laughs> You'll be able to fight off a chimpanzee with these pills with your asshole. <laughs> Give your asshole the grip strength of a chimp. It's <laughs> uh, obsessed with well, chimps. Yeah, there is a class of American podcaster that is obsessed with the strength of, of primates. Yeah, yeah, and in the old days they would have been able to, you know, they would have been able to pay like an enormous bald guy with a mustache to try and fight a chimp in a big ring. Like a P.T. Barnum thing. <laughs> yeah. But that same natural urge continues to this day, Phil. It just it can never be satisfied. Not morally. Not morally. Not morally. Not ethically. Mm-mm. Um, uh, well, yes. Um, so Jenny says, uh, too many answers or hot takes on the subject. Although I haven't tried asking Google because I feel it may open a regular Pudora's box of scatological discourse I may never recover from. Yours shartily, Jenny. Well, yes, Jedi. that will open a, a hoop you do not want to enter. No, and no, no. I am a now. Hoop. I am now. Thanks, thanks to the Podbud who sent the link. I am now on the Gundam website. It's called Gundam.info. What? Dot info. I've never thought info. that it's dot info because Gundams, you know, like model Japanese robots. What the kids really love about them is the information. <laughs> specs uh, yeah but you know what they still look fucking cool i'm, I'm looking at it right now looking Phil. at these guys they're fucking sick they're sick cool robots and i loved every single one i made i love them so much and i miss them <laughs> are you gonna buy the mobile suit gundam fluffy loungewear oh yeah they've got like clothes now maybe i'm maybe Fashion. i'm gonna buy a gundam you know and put put it together. It'd be so fun. That could soothe you. You're, you're in a child. Really could. I'm gonna get a Gundam. I'm gonna get a Gundam. They're they're modeling um, these Gundam jackets with some very sort these of like Gundam gu Gundams. Gundam Gundams. Gundam. Yeah. Some very sort of like cool looking 
Asian male models are modeling these, which is not who I am imagining are their main customer. No, no, they're trying to branch out. Um, hey, we've run out of bonus time. We've run out of bonus time. Um, Phil and I will see you at the Gundam convention. We'll do yes. a BudPod themed one, BudPod colors. We gone, damn it! We'll see you there. We'll see you there. Cheers for listening, guys. Thanks for subscribing. Bye. Bye.